Hello and welcome, neighbors. I'm Brian Plain, and this is the Live Here Riverside Podcast. This podcast shares the stories of good people doing great things right here in our village of Riverside, Illinois. My guest today is Chris Porter. Chris is a longtime board member and current president of the Riverside Swim Club, a private member-led community pool located right here in Riverside since 1962. In our conversation, we discuss how Chris and his family found their way to Riverside and how a neighbor's encouragement led to Chris volunteering for the RSC board. Chris also shares a brief history of the pool, what's on tap for this upcoming summer, and why young families should consider joining the pool to tap into a built-in community of family fun. I really enjoyed learning more about the pool, and I think you will too. Here's my conversation with our neighbor, Chris Porter. All right, Chris, thanks so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. You bet, Brian. It's my pleasure. Thanks for the invite. So let's start with your story. Tell us a little bit about where you grew up and a little bit about your background as well. Sure. So since we're, we're talking about the pool, I'll bring, it, I'll bring it all back to that, I guess. But so I grew up in uh, half my life in Columbus, Indiana, and the other half in Grand Haven, Michigan. We, um, I met my lovely wife, Melissa, at Indiana University. And when we got married and we're trying to contemplate which suburb we were going to leave the city for, we got, we got on to Riverside. Uh, so around 2010, we moved here and have settled in. We've got uh, uh, two kids, uh, Maggie, who is 11, and, and Teddy, who turns nine just in a few days. So we're uh, Riversiders for you know, about nine years exactly. Love the community and, and certainly love the pool. Okay. And had you guys, did either you or your wife know of Riverside before or did you kind of in your search, that was the first time you guys kind of happened upon it? No, we didn't. Uh, like, I, like I have a lot of folks, right, if they didn't grow up in the near suburbs. My, my wife grew up in Wheaton, but that was eliminated from the list right out of the gate. But so, so we, you know, we, we were on kind of a journey. The Odyssey took us 75 homes or something insane like that. Our realtor helped on the close of Molly's. So he, he was aware of the town and said, mentioned, hey, look, we should go take a look. And uh, we, we saw a house. I won't mention on the podcast where it was. But <laughs> we saw that this house, particular house. It was a, a bit old, uh, needed a ton of work. And it just so happened that we were, um, I went to see this house with my, uh, my wife's parents and they just couldn't stop talking about how wonderful the house was and how much they loved the community. And this was in the middle of February, there was a lot of snow, it was late. I think I was tired and probably crabby. And all I saw in the house was just a bunch of headaches. And so I get along very well with my mother-in-law but this is about the only time she and I disagreed on something anyway uh, she she talked us into coming back and while we didn't pick the house we ended up picking the town okay so I guess she yeah so she proved to be to be right but right away when we moved to town you know we we heard about the pool our kids were pretty little so we didn't know that it would be a a right thing you know we we didn't really have any swimmers you know we had some sinkers but no swimmers (laughs) so um but, but you know aware of what what it was in the community and what the pool was all about there was a gentleman that was on the pool board it would have been our second or maybe third year in town the guy's name is john matthews and john convinced me that i should put my name in the hat to be on the pool board so that was six years ago approximately six years ago in a variety of capacities i've been serving on the riverside swim club board of directors and as of last um, november i've been the rsc president Okay. And um, I guess tell us a little bit about kind of the history of Riverside Swim Club. I think obviously for people who have lived here in town for a long time, they might sure. know a little better, but for the, the newcomers who haven't perhaps uh, encountered Riverside Swim Club yet, um, I know it's been around for forever. So I guess like, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. You bet. 
the pool has been in in the town since 1962. You know, I'm far from the the RSC historian. There's many folks in town that can speak to what it is and what it's been and and the the odyssey that the pool has been, right? But it has been a fixture in the community since 1962. It was a a, me- a member run swim club and has been since then. So what that means specifically is that the the, the members run the pool, um, the board runs the pool, and the and the board hires a pool management team, right? Uh, employees to open and close and, and run the, the aquatic facilities each summer. So the members have owned and run the pool since I said since 1962. And, and that has been certainly a source of family funds for all those summers. I, I think it's, it's interesting now that we've been at it for a little while, just our little family, the arc of what the pool is in, in terms of both social life and what it means to your kids. Um, you know, our kids learn to swim through the RSC's um, swim lessons. They've been on the swim team. They're now old enough, at least one of them is, to, to ride down to the pool with their friends. And that's a whole other thing, right? <laughs> so the, and, and certainly we've met a lot of our close friends through the pool and have maintained the friendships through the, the summer fun that we have there. And I know that that's a story that's been going on for, you know, over 50 years. And that's cool to be a part of, you know, anyway, I'll, I'll stop there on, on that point. Is that any questions on the on the history. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. And, and I think you, you already started to touch on Chris, some of the, uh, some of the things that kind of go on at the pool during the summer. So I think, you know, for yeah. people who maybe aren't, aren't members and kind of just see it as like, Oh, it's, you know, it's kind of a, a social place where the kids can go and swim. Um, you started touching on, you know, some of the different programs and so forth, um, particularly swim lessons and then swim clubs. So I guess I talk a little bit about that, just kind of all the different things that are kind of available as, as options for folks at the swim club as well. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Good question. So, we're open from Memorial Day to Labor Day. You know, we have early, early, early morning swim for those folks that are on a training regimen for adults a few days a week. But our, our swim hours are approximately 11 a.m. after swim team and swim lessons to uh, 9 o'clock during the weeks and, and 10 o'clock on the weekends. So every day we're open, uh, provided there is, you know, it isn't storming, and any day above 65 degrees, right? So we, you know, we have a crew. Uh, I, I liken it to a summer camp, opening up a summer camp every year, right? We got to open the snack shop. We've got to get the, the schedule built as far as social activities. And that's everything from, you know, um, Memorial Day fun, uh, July 4th fun. We've got teen nights. We've got, you know, all the, a variety of social activities that are on our, on our website. And those vary just based on the year. But we've gotten into a pretty good cadence in terms of, of what the members have come to expect and, and enjoy. We do try to keep those social things running throughout the year, at least with a, a spring and fall social events that we have. But anyway, but as far as aquatic events, you know, we've got the swim lessons for the kids that are still in that stage of life. Swim team, and we've had a very competitive swim team for an awful long time. But just recently in the last, I think, six years, five out of six years, we've won the Western Suburban Conference Swim Championship, something that we're, we're proud of. And so we put a lot of swimmers through. A lot of good ones too. A lot of ones, a lot of kids that have gone on to swim in high school and beyond. So that's something that we're we like that part of it. It's not for everybody, obviously, but it does give a sense of pride. You know, competing against other swim clubs in the area, Lagrange Field Club, Village Field Club, uh, Salt Creek. There are others in the area that they're in that little conference. But as far as the you know few other sort of aquatic activities, I guess the you know we do have. Um, we do a, a diving thing every year. We do lifeguard training for, for younger kids. But, you know, there's always just kind of the day in the life of a kid that shows up at the pool and finds their friends and makes up games, right? I mean, there's a lot of that that goes on, too, so, sort of the unstructured stuff. 
that we, you know, provide the, the platform, I guess, for, and it just sort of happened. Sure. It's also uh, pretty cool. And, and as you mentioned, the club's been around since 1962 and has been member run kind of since then. I know with that being member run and there not being any sort of public financing or anything like that, that presents a whole, a whole level of challenges of, of self-funding <laughs> improvements and stuff like that. So I guess I, I remember just kind of observing a couple of years ago, there was a master plan put out or potential master plan put out at one point for kind of what this one club might evolve to kind of in the future. Um, I guess, can you share a little bit about kind of where that stands now and, and what you guys kind of see on the board as, you know, the, the future of the swim club going forward as well yeah yeah you bet I'll, I'll answer that sort of two parts first part is sort of the operation that run the pool side financially we're in we're in a, we're in a very good place we, you know we've got over a year's worth of funding right mm-hmm. to in the event that we were ever in a in a, in a catastrophic place we, we put ourselves in a very safe spot so you know we, we we run operations on you know we don't do it on the backs of our members we have enough cushion to run the pool on a yearly basis. So that's, that's healthy. You know, our operating budget is, is lean, you know, lean and mean just from a, you know, enough, not just to run the pool, but to stack away a little bit every year towards just having a a financially safe place for our members. And the, the, you know, there aren't any worries about how we run uh, our pool. We make all of our financial things public. And and so I'm actually quite proud of that. And there's a lot of uh, hardworking people that uh, on the board that have worked tirelessly to make sure that we're in a good place financially. So that's the, that's the run the pool part in terms of long range planning, you know, long range capital, you know, we, I would sort of break that also up into two parts. One, which is the, what we do every year just to make the pool uh, an appealing and attractive place for our members to visit. You know, we do little projects every year, you know, investments in things that are, you know, not that particularly sexy, whether it's a roof for the dry or the parking lot, but you know, we also, you know, the fresh coats of paint, right? That comes in all forms, but we try to do a little bit every year to make it a, a little bit different and just a, an inviting place for everyone to come. From a long range, long range planning perspective, you know, there, there was a, a proposal we put in front of the members approximately six years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the hope was that the, the members would vote, you know, vote yes on, um, on a rebuild. We, we didn't get that yes vote. So the, the team sort of went back to the drawing board and, and really, we've been in kind of a let's build up the membership, rebuild the membership, I guess is what I should say, to the degree that we felt like we were in a, a healthy place to do another member um, capital call. We, we have been working hard on a, a long range plan, and we're, we're excited to bring that to the members this summer. I think that they're going to be excited about the plan ahead, and we won't be asking the members for a, for a vote, yes or no. We are planning to do the edu- starting the education process at town hall this summer. Gotcha. Okay. And um, for folks that are interested or, or want to kind of check out the pool, I guess, can you explain to them kind of how, what the joining process looks like, you know, what they need to do to, to kind of apply for membership and, and what, what it costs and so forth? Yeah. Yep. 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 So, you know, member run means, you know, we have members from all the different communities. We've got members from Berwyn, from LaGrange Park, certainly from, uh, from Brookfield. You know, we do obviously have a lot of most of our members from Riverside, but basically the way it works is, you know, know, we've got a a certain number of capacity that we'd like to keep, right, for for safety purposes and all that. But, you know, it's kind of a bring your friend kind of pool and it's a bring your friend type of membership. So uh, the membership application we have just sort of collects data, you know, and then you've got a bond that you pay, which is refundable upon the, upon you you exiting the pool, but dues are about $700 a, a summer. And then whatever you would pay as far as swim team and 
an optional swim lessons for your kids and that kind of thing. That's all separate. But as far as the membership is concerned, right, you know, we, we want people to bring their friends, right? And we want people to join that know others, right? So everybody's welcome that lives in the area that, you know, we certainly compete from a price point perspective. We think very well with the other pools, other neighborhood village pools, but, but yeah, so that's really the only, the only requirement is that, you know, you've, you've got a friend that you came with really, that's really all that we, uh, that we require. Got it. And uh, if there's someone listening um, in, uh, maybe a young family that's kind of looking to, to join the pool for the first time this summer, what's one important thing that you feel like they should know about Riverside Swim Club and kind of in making their decision? Yeah, no, that's a great, that's a, another good one. I, I, you know, I would say not to oversell it, I guess, but, you know, it, it does create a really fun summertime outlet. I mean, that sort of, I guess, is, sort of goes without saying, I, I think, but I think the, the sense of community that we have at the pool is, is unique and constantly evolving, right? In a good way. Again, the back to the kind of the arc of the pool, and we, we didn't invent this, right? It's been going on a long time, right? And I think there's plenty of people that live in town that are, are maybe, maybe miss the, fact, the, the years that they had with their kids and, and the connectedness and social aspect of being at the pool with their family. I know it's, a, it's been fun for me and the, the folks that we're close to. So I guess that would be you know, we're not the shiniest penny, if you know what I mean, but we do provide a pretty unique situation for, for social and, and sort of fun for the kids and fun for the family. Got it. And then the last question I'd like to ask everyone, what's the kindest thing that someone from Riverside has done for you? Hmm. And this could be in the capacity of, of, of the pool or, or just or just in general, but I, I always like to end with a good question like this. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Hmm. Gosh, Brian. I, there, <laughs> I don't want you to think there haven't been acts of kindness and generosity that have come my way, but there, let's see, I, maybe I'll try to make it a, about the pool. There is a, an event that we do each summer where we don't sponsor the event, but there's an event each summer. It's called Corey's uh, Try, Corey's Kids Try. Mm -hmm. It's a triathlon for kids. Corey, uh, it, it's an honor of a, a honor of a family who, who lost child uh, too young, right? She, she was in her just getting on and her starting out in her very, very young adult age. And, uh, and this family was had a close kinship to the pool. They honor her every year with a triathlon. They do a few, but they, they do one in Riverside with us, Corey's try. You know, I, I got to tell you that is one of the highlights I think of the summer is seeing the, the kids get into that event, you know, the, the swim, the bike, the run, it all, it comes all through, our pool and in the, in the first division, which is neighborhood adjacent to the pool. So that's always a really fun event. And, and I think the, the act of kindness and watching that, that family and, and the joy I think they get in putting that event on every year, you know, is, is special for the pool, special for the kids. And, and I hope special for that family. So it is a, an extended act of kindness that they do that every year. And we, we've gotten a lot, a lot out of it. I know the community has gotten a lot out of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't imagine it's terribly easy to do every year. But I think they do it for all the right reasons. You know, I think we're lucky to have it. That's great. And Chris, if folks want to find out more about Riverside Swim Club, uh, I guess tell everybody where they can where they can find more information online as well, too. You got it. RiversideSwimClub.net. Uh, membership. Cl please click on membership. You get a, an overview, a quick overview of how the membership application works. You can also find our programs as well as uh, events, uh, social events for the summer. They're all there. Uh, contact information is there. We're also relatively active on, on Facebook. So there's, you can find some nuggets in terms of sort of what's happening. You know, right now we've got, you know, the, the paint is fresh in the, in the bottom of the pool. We're filling it up. We got the boiler lit. So 
we're excited about this weekend and, and our opening. The snack shop will be will be running, and we'll have lifeguards in the chair, and everybody cross your fingers for, for good weather, I guess. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, Chris, thanks so much uh, for coming on the show. I'll make, I'll make sure I include all those links in, in the show notes and the blog post that goes with this episode, too. And I really appreciate you sharing your story and then just telling us more about the pool as well. I really appreciate it. My pleasure, Brian. Thanks for having me on. Hey, neighbor. Brian here again. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Live Here Riverside podcast. You can read our blog posts and hear future episodes of this podcast by visiting us online at livehereriverside.com or liking our Facebook page, Live Here Riverside. One last thing. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a neighbor that you think would enjoy it as well. Thanks for stopping by.